0: From Be Still Be Free, it's the Bcast with Amber Miller, Sarah Godey, and Monica Steely. For more resources and information related to today's episode, please visit www.bestillbefree.com. And welcome to the Bcast. cast My name is Amber Miller, and I am so excited to be here with you today. We have an incredible show lined up. So many exciting things happening with Be Still, Be Free. Um, I'd like to welcome Monica Steely, Hi. And Sarah Gote. Hello. Always. <laughs> Roll reversal. <laughs> we are, uh, we have such an exciting series planned for you, and there's, there's, incredible things going on with Be Still, Be Free. And so I want Sarah to tell you a little bit about some of the new things going on before we get into the series and the podcast. Um, We want to tell you about some of the awesome things happening with Be Still, Be Free.
1: So if any of you missed watching the video cast from last week, which hopefully you will have tapped into and and was able to to watch that but if you weren't we really showed or talked about in that video how we're kind of rerouting some things and um slowing down our processing through words and Mm -hmm. for the first six months which was 31 different podcasts seven months that's seven months that's right we had 31 different words that we kind of went through be this be that um and we decided after doing a little prayer and a little focus group meeting that we wanted to slow things down a little bit and really expand our series. So our very first series going into this new format is called Be Loved and Live. And what we're going to kind of roll out is a B word, the be still part, Mm -hmm. and then the free part. So your B part is be loved and yep. the free part is live. And so I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I just think you know, we wanna we wanna show how not only are we supposed to be something, but that by being that we're going to have something in freedom, and we just need victory. more time.
0: I mean, it felt like every time <laughs> yeah. we'd go back and listen to a podcast, uh, one of us was like, "Ah, oh,
2: like, oh, wait a not really? Time? Times up yeah. already?" There's so and like all, all these words, of course, because they're God-breathed words that come from the Bible. The richness and the depth. There is so much so that much. you can so say, say about each one, and we just were like, we need to slow down and, and first some speed, more blah, talking. Blah, blah, yeah.
0: Did you all get all of that? I know we're like racing through, so we just wanted to go yeah. allow ourselves the freedom That's to right. go a little deeper into these words. Yeah, and because we're free. We are being free we to do that. We are free while, we're <laughs> while being being free. still. <laughs> yes. So um, our first episode in yes. Be Loved and Lived is to be loved by God. Yeah. And we, we've got all kinds, right? Yeah. It's going to be really awesome. We're doing
1: uh, Be Loved by God, Be Loved by Jesus, um, Love, love. God love yourself, love others. So those are our five weeks. And I think that those weeks are going to be awesome because really each one of them is a week's worth of information. Yeah, it is. It's so much debriefing. And I think when we do our, our preparing, each of us were just like, wow, there's so much just for love and this, and yeah. that we try to do love in one
0: week. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I didn't even get through
0: half of my no, notes. No, you couldn't. And yeah, I was and Sarah so sad. brings like five pages of notes for our thirty-minute <laughs> podcast. And yeah, all you hear is the page. <laughs> like, <you> know.
1: <laughs> like I, uh, think I was through.
0: out of breath at the end <laughs> of that
1: recording, which is hard for me to get out of, the, out of breath <laughs> towards anything. It's A marathon. Um, but and I was so sad because "Be Loved" is really. Um, it's probably really one of the biggest words that's near and dear to me, because I think it's what we're missing out on in life. Sure. You know, I think we've, we've talked about this before. We talked about it last week in the videocast, but one of the promptings of why I felt like something like this needed to happen, or my burden to God, and before he even laid this vision into our hearts, was there is such an enormous amount of women, both Christian and unbelievers, who are unhappy, mm-hmm. and how can we be in Christ... And be so unhappy by the lives that we've been given. When we've been given eternal life and freedom in him, and yet we live in such bondage to our everyday life right. and, and the unhappiness that that brings. And so when we did be loved, last, or yeah, be loved, we were like, oh, we should have done this at the very beginning because it's really so much of the root of how we are supposed to be filled with God's love. And, and our freedom comes from That's right. God's love. The freedom comes from God's love. So long story short, um, what I want to kind of set up here is we, we're doing it in this order, right? The be loved by God, be loved by Jesus, love God, love yourself, love others, which I'm sure a lot of people are like, love yourself. That You're not supposed to do that. And that's really going to be a fun week that we get to talk about. Gonna um, and I'm not going to spoil it. You're going to have to listen in to get it. Um, but... I would dare to say that many of us live in the role reversal of that. We have a head knowledge that God loves us. We have a head knowledge that we love God. And we just kind of leave that as, remember the one week I said, it's almost like Jesus knocks on the door to our heart. We open the door like a salesman standing there Mm -hmm. handing us a suitcase of encyclopedias telling us how to do everything and we just take the encyclopedias and go inside and leave him in the door standing yeah. when really he wants to come in with us and show us what to do. Mm-hmm. And I would say that a lot of us are leaving him in the door frame, not inviting him in to this whole concept of love because then we go straight into the loving everything around us, doing love, doing all of our tasks. We do our acts of kindness. We do our forgiveness. We do our whatever it is. You know, what as women, we know what this feels like. I mean, everybody can relate to the fact of doing love and then we don't get it reciprocated and we feel completely unhappy. Or maybe you do get it reciprocated, but then you get abandoned or it is reciprocated. And then that commitment is ended and your husband leaves you or you're fired or you find out your coworkers are talking about you or your kid walks away and you're like, well, now I'm empty. But that's because we were looking at it at the wrong source. And so the source can't come from loving others and then yourself, which we skip all together, and mm-hmm. then loving God, and then letting ourselves be loved by Jesus and loved by God. It's got to come from the top down and not right. the down up.
0: Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So that's
1: why we're starting this week with be loved by God, because it is um, it is the practical start. It is the start. It is the be still and know that I am God Part. And I'll just say this I'll go ahead and spoil one of my practical applications at the very end because I'm doing um, love others. If at any time you have to say, I do not allow myself to be loved by God, I do not allow myself to be loved by Jesus, I do not love Jesus, or I don't love myself, or I don't love others, if you have to say no, or you're kind of on the fence at any one of those tiers, then everything below that tier is going to be unsuccessful. Affected. That's yeah, right. Everything absolutely. underneath that is being mm-hmm. affected and you've got to fix each tier to yeah. successfully be
2: absolutely. right. It's and like w- trying to put a roof on a house before you've built the foundation. That's exactly
1: right. That's such and a good analogy. She's right. so good. Yeah, she is good, isn't she? Man, thanks. so and all of that, so I don't disgusted. want to take away from Monica's time because <laughs> we only have twenty five minutes. I know. Have, um, um, you know, let's let Monica get started. We on... only have
0: five weeks to go. <laughs> <I
1: know. laughs> no. Let's let Monica get started with "Be Loved by God." Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, this I'm gonna my verses are all rooted in the Old Testament because oh. we have "Be Loved by Christ" coming, which is very New Testament, That's and right. I wanted to establish a foundation of God has loved us from the old from the beginning from the beginning so i've got a couple verses uh the first one is zephaniah 317 the lord your god is with you a powerful one who wins the battle he will have much joy over you with his love he will give you new life he will have joy over you with loud singing i love that so much and i love that that version too that translation um in Psalm 86, 15, but Lord, you are a God full of compassion, generous in grace, slow to anger, and boundless in loyal love and truth. Ooh, I adore love. that verse. Boundless in loyal love. it's mm-hmm. so great. Um, let's see Deuteronomy seven, nine, I want you to know that the eternal, your God is the only true God. He's the faithful God who keeps his covenants and shows loyal love for a thousand generations to those who return in return, love him and keep his commands. Mm. Um, what I think is really exceptional about this verse is that the um, Hebrew word for covenant means alliance or pledge. The name comes from the idea of cutting or engraving and inscribing.
0: Mm, I have which is bumps w- all,
2: yeah. which is what he does with his love. His covenants wow. and his promises are inscribed and engraved and cut into us. Wow, um, with his love is that not just amazing? Um, and then Deuteronomy thirty three twelve, the eternal's beloved rests safely next to him, protected all through the day, resting between his shoulders. And there's a few different translations of that, but that's one of my favorite verses. Yeah. And I love it too because the word beloved, which is beloved love that it's be loved beloved and it's one beloved beloved by the lord um so i just those are i thought were some really key foundational verses of god's love for us yes um and so we, what we are, we're kind of, let me, should I talk about the sticky? Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Okay. So we have decided part of our that new we're going part of our new format, we're going to have what we call a sticky statement. So this is kind of like, if there's nothing else you remember, we want you to walk away with this sticky statement. Right. Um, and so in, I'll get into some of this other research that I did first, but obviously being still and knowing who God is. And we've talked before about how being still is sinking into and learning to know by experience who God is. Is how you're going to figure discover God's That's love right. for you, and we know from the New Testament um, that God is love. And so, our sticky statement for this week is: Be still and know that He is love. I oh, mm. love that. Oh, did you love that. So, so, good. so good. Like we have to I'm be so still jealous. to know that He so is love. He just is love. It is who He is. It is not what He does. And I found that in
1: researching being loved by Jesus, that God's love, because a lot of the commentaries go back and forth between God loving and Jesus loving, right? But it is, that is the truth. It is not a characteristic of, it is not a personality trait. It is not something that he does. And that this is where part of faith comes in Yes, because we can't understand this because it is different from how we are. Mm -hmm. He just
2: is, it is the Mm. core of his being, right? Is love right here? Yes. right. He doesn't know how to not be loving. Right. It's like we don't know how to not be human, so we just are. Yep. And he just is love. He like, just and it's is. it's a plane that we can't understand. But so our sticky statement for this week is: be still and know and that he I is love. love, love. That. Tweet. Um, yeah. Tweet. So tweet, tweet. so I had kind of started. Okay, obviously describing being loved by God like is just the most mammoth elephant to try to eat one mm-hmm. bite at a time <laughs> like I was trying to figure out like where do you start like, just the the Are, sorry, that, that was Amber. it took me a second to like get over I'm
0: sorry I'm the immature one, that. one I, wasn't me. but you didn't say how do you you just said like I'm, I don't know, I know it I came I'm out in a way that made me super distracted
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah continue okay so I did I started in Genesis um, and I started with just this whole notion that like God is love so much that he could not help but create out of his love and create something that he loved oh, in order to I love, love it mm. um, and there's a verse um, in Genesis the eternal God planted a garden in the east in Eden a place of utter delight and placed the man who he had sculpted there in this garden he made the ground pregnant with life bursting forth mm. with nourishing food and luxuriant beauty he Created trees, and in the center of the Garden of Delights stood the Tree of Life and the Tree of Knowledge of Good and Evil. Mm. Um, and I just thought that was a beautiful illustration that His love was so immense He couldn't help but give more and draw us into His work to share into His creativity. Like everything He created about Adam and, and Eden was just an oozing of His love. Mm. Yeah. Um, and He's obviously made us in His image. And so I was chatting with Greg about this, and he brought up such an interesting point. He said. Well, obviously God loved Adam and Eve. Um, so, but if He loved Him, loved them, why did He kick them out of the garden? And it started this whole theological discussion that we had about how obviously they had broken a law that God had, and there were consequences to that. But it was just Adam and Eve and God. Like those were the only, th- like it was just yeah. them. He could have kept them in the garden, mm-hmm. but now that they knew what they knew. It was out of his love that he kicked them out. Mm -hmm. It was because he loved them, he kicked them out. And I started, my mind just kind of started racing with all of these thoughts about how when we find, we find ourselves all the time, like since Adam and Eve, we find ourselves in situations that are difficult and they're hard and they're painful and we feel removed from God or separated from God just like Adam and Eve did. But it's because he loves us that he keeps us in situations in order to grow us right, yeah. um, right. You know, like I was thinking about Adam and Eve. It was out of his love that he sent them out of the garden. It was out of his love that he did knit together clothing from animal skins for them. Yeah. Like he they had knit themselves together some very crude coverings, but he loved them too much to let them stay with that. So he made them more clothes. And out of his love, he led them to the land that they would possess and work in and and grow their family. And it was out of his love that he gave them offspring. Like he still wanted them to be fruitful and multiply. Um and I I've just All of that thought pattern led me to, I have so many friends that are just struggling, whether it's in marriages or with finances or business or with kids, whatever the case may be, I have so many friends that are struggling. And in comparing these things, it just made me realize... God has not stopped loving because life is hard. And mm. He has not stopped loving because there's immense pain or yeah. you feel kicked out of the garden. That's right. And it's the perspective of choosing to see how God loves you in the midst of that. That's yeah. right. And um, it all comes back to that flip flop and that perspective shift. Right. If Adam and Eve in the perfection had hardship, then of course we're going to have sure. that. Sure. Right. But it's right. the choosing to acknowledge that God is love. And how is he loving me in this, regardless of how painful it is?
1: And I, we were talking about this last night. The um, I think it was called Unstoppable. The Kirk Cameron oh, yeah. um, um, documentary that he did about why bad things happen to good people. And I think that um, one of the things that he says in that is that um, even from the beginning of time when they were kicked out of the garden, God always provided. mm mm-hmm a sacrifice. God always provided a way out and ultimately it's going to lead to his provision of the death of his son, yes. which was the ultimate display and sacrifice of, of giving of love. Mm-hmm. But every, I think if we can just remember that it's so easy to get caught up in the storm of despair right. that we often think that God has taken his hand off of us in love of love, that yeah. the loving hand is gone, but it's not like that. Satan's lies telling us, it's just like Satan telling Eve, you know, if God really loved you, he would want you to be as all-knowing as he is. He, right. If he really thought that much of you, he would let you eat anything you wanted to in this garden. And I think Satan sits there and whispers that into our ears sometimes. He knows where our vulnerability is, and he's just like, God loved you he wouldn't let you go through this time, Mm -hmm. you know, and we, it's so easy to buy into that. But I think that's because we really don't have enough of the truth in us to be able to speak against that. Right. And, and to change our perspective, right. Mm -hmm. It's the whole thing. I mean, we say it all the time, putting it in to the head so that it's coming into the heart and it's coming out of our hands. Mm -hmm. Right. We got to think it so that we believe it so that we do it. Mm -hmm. And, um, that is just, that's so great because it is true. He is love even in the midst of our storm is love.
2: Right. Yeah. And like, what I love about Adam and Eve too, is God sought, like they, they sinned, they immediately felt the consequence of that. They th- were the ones that felt separated from God. So right. they went and hid from God, but he's the one that went to them He sought them. and he's mm-hmm. the one who sought them out and not to say, look what you did, but to say, where are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, why, why are you aren't hiding? you with me? Mm-hmm. Like, I am still love. Why are you not loving me like you, you know, it just, I just think it's a very beautiful illustration. I love that. That almost just made
1: like a little, um, thing go on. Like it's not God who removes himself from us. It's us mm-hmm. who removes ourselves from God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we need to realize that we need to open our eyes up to that. That is really, really good stuff. I've never thought of that before. God yeah. doesn't remove himself from us and he doesn't remove his love from us. Really. Right. We remove ourselves from his love. Right. right. We choose to remove ourselves thinking that we're not worthy or we, how
0: could he love me? Well, see, and that's why this whole thing is so important because, you know, you, have you ever really thought about that? You have to allow yourself to be loved by God, right? Right. Like I think that most people just think that you're, you know, that it's not a two way street, but it is like, it's not just about loving God. Like you have to be open to receiving that love. That's exactly yes. right. Yes.
2: I um, had this one time with my roommate, and she was just in this amazing prayer warrior. And so we had some prayer time together. And she's like, I want she said, just close your eyes and just picture you sitting on God's lap and picture him being daddy like Abba Mm -hmm. and just picture yourself there and so you know we did and I prayed and she said well what tell me what you described and so I told her what I described and she's what I described was just like kind of like me as maybe a five-year-old sitting on God's lap and he was like a size of a man or whatever and she said what's so interesting is that when I picture myself I'm so little and tiny and small and God is so big but to you It was normal relative size. And she's like, that's your perspective of God and your perspective of how he loves you is in human terms and not big is mammoth spiritual terms. Mm, And I think about that so often because I don't allow myself to be loved by God like I should. Right. Um, because I put human characteristics on it, sure. and and you try to and understand like I know, it, and you try to understand it, understand it. And there's a difference between like, I, of course, I know God loves me, and He does send confirmations, and I, of course, I know it. But I don't allow myself to be loved. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a difference between knowing it in your head and just giving, opening the door to give God yeah. opportunities. It's more to like you. a fact, more than it is an experience. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have an example, um, and I want to ask you guys a question too after I give you this example, but of like times when you know for a fact that God loved on you, Mm -hmm. like in a very real way. And so there's a story that I have when I was um, working in advertising and I was single, I used to treat myself to buying flowers at the grocery store for my apartment. It was like, you know, $10 little bouquet, no big deal. But I was having a really rough week because I was single and new in the advertising world. And so I remember being at the grocery store one day and being like, gosh, I really want flowers. But I just, I don't need to spend the money on that. So I'm not going to do that this week. And so I get all my stuff and I go to work. And when I come back from lunch that same day, on my desk is a tiny bouquet of six roses in a small glass jar with no note nothing. No way. And I asked around the office and was like, does anybody know where these flowers came from? I hadn't even told anybody about this whole thing. Nobody knew where they came from. They literally just showed up. Shut uh, down. I know, I know logically there's probably a rational explanation for it, but I promise you to this day, this has been like 15 years to this day. I know that that was God's little wink saying, I love you. And I wanted you to have flowers. That is awesome. like I still will get emotional about it. It was, uh, it was a very gosh. special moment. So those are like I have not opened myself up to receiving those yeah. kind of moments of God love. Oh, that's
1: mm. beautiful. That is beautiful. I don't have anything that pretty. <laughs> <laughs> you get God to me some flowers, man. Uh, you know, and this is really sad for me. But I think this has been one of my big walks um, because I've been such a big doer my whole life, and this has kind of been just this series that God is teaching me about. His love and opening myself up to his love, because I am one of those people who got to a point where I'm, I just didn't allow myself to be loved by anybody, including right. myself, you know I knew it. But I didn't have an experience of it, and so I don't have a specific story. I'm sure I'll be in the road traveling home and be like, oh, that's great. I couldn't even come up with an idea. And then I'll have one. I'm like, why didn't I remember that? I'm sure that's going to happen. Like there's you know, little things that have yeah. happened. But I think this is really kind of my journey right now, and I think that's why I'm really mm-hmm. passionate about it. Um, <laughs> best word. Best word. That's I, you know, I just think because it 's my journey and i 'm really still embracing this whole thing okay i 'll give you love by God, all right, so it just this morning because I, I think this is a love by god we 're you know had our video cast done, and mm-hmm. we 're really planning out our future and and visioning of what 's coming and what we need and we have needs and we have financial needs and um, Monica and I were a little stressed out on the way here this morning, Amber, Monica, and I were you know a little. <gasps> after last night's recording and two devotionals that yes. he gave, one yes. to Monica and one to Amber, and they it was like he wrote them directly to dear Sarah, Monica and Amber. Seriously. Yes. And really the answers mm-hmm. to everything
2: you just were stressing out that's about exactly ten minutes right. ago. So
0: I mean that is that's that's a love by God. It is. For me. That
2: absolutely is that's a, love a love by, by God. God. Well
0: and I, even last night on the um video recording I shared a little bit of like that Exodus fourteen fourteen mm-hmm. verse was a huge God. Yes. yes loving me thing, 'cause because I was going through, like, something really new, and I was super stressing and trying to do, and we had just started the whole, like, be still, be free thing. And I, well, I mean, they had already been doing their part and I had just kind of walked in on the whole thing. And, um, and Monica was like, I think God's telling you, you just need to be still. And I'm like, really though? Really? And then she was like, there's this verse, Exodus fourteen fourteen, And I like turned around and I had like two days ago written that verse on the chalkboard so in my cool. cubicle. And I was like, you know and it was just because I'm and for me I'm an acts of service person and so the idea of God is fighting for you like God is doing it for you Mm -hmm. like he is serving you by fighting for you and he's telling you not to do anything right and so it's not me loving God through my acts of service, it's him it's loving him me. Loving you know, that him. whole thing. Yeah. And that yeah. was yeah. a flip-flop. totally uh Yeah, it is. Yeah. And that was a huge and it's still written on the chalkboard in my office because I'm like, I can't what I can't erase that. Right. Jesus wrote that, you know. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's awesome. That I is awesome. It. But he always does. Yeah. He always sends us just
2: little reminders. I just don't think we always
0: see it. Or or if we see it, it. we
2: are in such a fast paced culture that we see it and we move on past it instead of pausing to just let the full flavor of it. Yeah. I think that's
1: exactly right. Absolutely. Um,
2: Okay. So practical application. I've got two. The first one is every morning, just pray that God would open your eyes to see and know his unending and bottomless love for you. Mm. Pray that you would receive it as he displays it with a heart of love and gratitude yeah so just pray for open eyes Pray that you would be still and know that he is love. And the second, um, find a story in the Bible about somebody that was in great difficulty or hardship where it seemed like God had abandoned them. And intentionally find out, find God's love in that story and how he displayed it despite the circumstances. I love that. Yeah, and identify like that. the ways that God has loved despite the circumstances in your own life. Yeah. I think if you can find it in somebody else's or in a Bible story that you can read in black and white, yep. you'll be able to identify them more in your own life. Well, we
1: all love a love story. And really? Really, the Bible is about a love story. Yeah. The ultimate love story, right, of, of him drawing us into the kingdom. Yeah. But absolutely. it is there are several love stories along the way. The first one being him creating Adam and then him creating Eve for Adam. I mean, what a beautiful love story is oh that my gosh. So there just, are a lot mm-hmm. of love stories in there that um, are our blueprints.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And we yeah. really want to encourage you to do these practical applications. We have seen so much fruit in our lives when we take hold of these uh, and we yes. do them. That's why we encourage you to do them. And, um, they Part of the new format is that later on in the week, we will we post the podcasts on Mondays. Later on in the week, Monica will post a blog post going a little bit deeper into this and talking about some of the practical applications. And then also a new thing we're doing is we're uh, posting playlists of yes. songs to help you be encouraged throughout the week. So make sure you're looking at our Facebook page this week because we'll post the uh, Spotify playlist that you can be listening to all week encouraging you. Yeah, you can you. just click over to it and listen to it right on your computer right or phone on your own. All,
2: like, this will be all songs that this week that about being loved by God. That's yep. awesome. And it'll be change loved every week. Yeah.
0: So that's it for this and week. Um, Sarah, will you pray us Absolutely. out? Absolutely. All
1: right. Lord, thank you so much for just this time. And I want to thank you for each of our listeners. Lord, wherever that listener is at this moment, um, I pray that you'll meet them where they are. If there's someone struggling with understanding or seeing and realizing the love that you have for them, I pray, Lord, that you would open their eyes, take the blinders off, Play, um, play the person. Play the the love story for them in their lives, so that they can see it and experience it and know it and be wowed by you and perplexed by you and know that it could only be coming from you, Lord. That we would understand that you are more than just showing us love, but that you are love. Um, give us a spirit of being still and knowing that you are love, Lord. I pray that you would just be uh, with this. Be still, be free. Um, Continue to have your way with it. And in all of these things, we do pray in your name, Jesus. Amen.
2: Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to the BeCast. We would love to hear from you. Hit us up on Twitter and Facebook. Just search Be Still, Be Free. And of course, check out our website, www.bestillbefree.com.